0: This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hey, so today I want to talk to you about building your business with the view to sell it. And maybe you're thinking that I don't want to sell my business, I like my business, I built a personal brand based business, it represents who I am and what I'm doing and what I feel in the world. So why would I ever want to think about selling my business? And I want in this episode to just get you thinking a little bit harder, outside of the box, to see the possibility for you to scale and maybe up level as a business owner. So I'm going to kind of put this in some form of context. We are going through some major changes in my business. My business that I started from scratch on my own about five and a half years ago that has gone through various permutations, but has always been driven by me as the main person in the business. And actually for the first few years, the only person in the business to a point now where I'm running a successful business that is based off the front end of my personal brand. But that demands that I am in it all of the time to truly grow and scale a business, to really scale your business, to take it so it's much more from you as an individual having to be there to deliver all of the time to something that works fluidly without you, that has a team, and beyond team, a company of people who can facilitate your learnings and your methods and your methodology without you being present is a much, much stronger proposition. So if ever you wanted, for example, to remove yourself from your business, you would need to be thinking about how to take yourself out of being needed for visibility and being needed for deliverability of your products and services. That doesn't necessarily mean you're out 100%, but maybe 95% of your time is removed from the client-facing activities. So why might you want to do that? Well, number one, it's going to free up your time. Number two, it's going to actually mean that you can make more profit in the business because you are not essentially swapping your time for money. So there's more money to be made when you scale. And number three is that you don't know. There might come some time in your business, either because you're looking to retire or because something has happened in your personal life where your focus can no longer be the business, where you might actually not just want to shut the whole thing down, You might actually want to be able to sell the company because you've built valuable assets that would be worth something to somebody else. But this doesn't happen if you are holding all of those strings, if you are the only doer in your business. And this is something that I'm really having to dig deep into learning for myself because, as I said, I started from that place of it just being me with a big, fat dream and ambition. And, you know, I'm not a company like Apple or Google or, I don't know, Price Cooper or whatever the top five companies are. I am an individual and this business has been built off my vision and ambition and drive. But you can still have all of those things. So I want to share with you a few of the resources that I've come across that I'm finding really valuable right now. The first of which is a book called "Built to Sell," and it's a book, or preferably an audio book, by John Warlow, where he takes the he takes you on a fable, if you like, a story about a business owner who it was a service based business, but it doesn't necessarily have to be who was doing all the things and not really allowing his team members, his company members. To go into their area of expertise, and that as a business they did a bit of everything rather than really specialising, and they walk you through this process of what, what what happens if he's able to remove himself from doing all the do, is in his own. Scenario of one, a marketplace of one, rather than doing a bit of everything and not doing them particularly well, and what happens if then he brings in the right people to support that growth? So bringing in the right people to a sales team, bringing in the right people to a marketing team, bringing in the right people to deliver on the the service. And in doing so, having that mind of if I laid all of these foundations. If I did choose to sell, I would be in a much stronger position because nobody's ever going to want to buy a business where it completely depends on one person being present. That's a huge risk. It's a huge risk to any investors. It's a huge risk actually to yourself in your business as well. Because what happens if you or someone very close to you has a period of really serious ill health or something else? And I think a lot of people in the online space aren't preparing themselves for a kind of worst case scenario, not to put a downer on things, but we do have to think about that. So what happens if you start to think about building your business so that it would be a saleable asset, which could be your retirement fund. But if in the process of building that business with a view to making it work without you, actually you were able to drive much more profit and scale faster. Would that be an appealing proposition for you? And in most circumstances, it would be. Most of us know we're doing way too much, but we're holding on to everything out of a a sense of fear or connection to what we've built. So I want you to just start to think, what would it be like if you built out SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures, for every single activity that you or someone who's a freelancer or someone who's an employee takes in the business? And that it might take a little bit of time, first time around, to write that process, do a quick Loom video of exactly what you did when you did that one little thing that doesn't take long. So that over time, you end up having this huge bank, this huge library of information about how your business works, what are actually the little things that get done a couple of times a week. Because those things, when you end up jumping in as the business owner to fix those, you're not actually empowering a team to come away and really run the business for you. So first of all, is about documenting everything. Second of all is about empowering your team, whoever is in your team, to take responsibility themselves, and letting them see that their role is valued. And that they have ownership over it. Because actually, if you've got the right team member on board, you don't want someone who's literally just ticking the box to get their job done. You want someone who is outward thinking, who is excited about your business, who is excited potentially about career development within the business, which can happen even if they're not a full-time employee, by the way. What's something that I really value in my business is that anyone who works with me, I really help champions support them to do the things that they're interested in, because I think it makes me a better leader within the business. Now, I know not everyone sees that way. and That's a sub point. Maybe I will do an episode on that in the future. But, you know, what else can you make your team excited about beyond delivering your business so that you make more profit? Because that's not terribly exciting to the rest of the world. And what can happen if you do these processes, and you start to remove yourself, and you start to empower your team, and you start to get really, really clear on exactly what your products and services are, and the level and the person to which you are is your ideal client? That you tighten this stuff up, then you are able then to potentially look at investors in your business. You can potentially get shareholders in your business, or you could take it to market, put it out to tender, and actually bring somebody in who could you, maybe you'd have a year or two where you're phased out of the business. But the most important thing isn't whether or not you actually want to sell. It's in the fact that if you can learn to scale your business and work those things out, and I'm by no means an expert at this, this is something we are looking at in my business over the next three to five years. What would happen if I could sell this? What would happen for me? And at the point that it's sellable, actually, I'm likely to not be involved at all. And that, that, again, is a really good thing. We didn't expect with Apple that Steve Jobs was doing everything. So what would it be like in your business if you had all your standard operating procedures and you empowered your team to deliver better? If you're super curious about this, go and check out John Warrillow's Built to Sell. There's also another great book. His work actually is really connected with a system called Value Builder, that lots of high-level business consultants actually love the system so much that a lot of them end up leaving their businesses and going and working with Value Builder. But the other interesting book is called Book Yourself Solid, which is it has a similar message, although that is much more about filling your funnel and empowering other people in your team, in your company to deal with. That's not a very nice phrase, but to take action on the people coming through your pipeline so that you don't have to. This, my people, is the route to, wealth. not just doing the doing your business, not just those flashy launches, but thinking about your business as a long term saleable asset even if you choose to stay. I hope that this has been really useful for you. I'm going to end this episode by saying that personal brand still is important within that business, but the business sits on its own. It has its own brand visibility. And if this is something that has piqued your interest, let me know, reach out to me, particularly on Instagram and let me know what you thought. Has it piqued your interest? Are you going to do something about it? Let me know.